Salutations, friends. And welcome to another episode of uh, Nerddom. 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 And knowledge. 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 First picked for the podcast. Last picked in dodgeball. I am Count Jerry. And I am James. And we are going to be talking about the things that go bump in the night. Or the things that go... Yes, or the things that go... In the night. I better not and, do that. I'll get the dogs howling. <laughs> and the things that go... Boo. Yes. So, uh, James... And the up- things that go... Brains. Yes, and the things that go. No, I'm kidding. No. So, uh, James came up with a very interesting premise for an episode. Okay, so let's say tomorrow morning you wake up and it's all real. Vampires are real. Werewolves are real. Zombies are real. Ghosts are real. These are things that exist in the world. And all you have to go on is your knowledge from movies and TV to deal with these eventual. Uh, threats would they work would the things that you've seen in movies and television actually kill these supernatural critters okay now what we've done is is we've gone through uh historical myth lore and and we have and before anyone before anyone sends us an angry fucking email hold back the truck up a minute those of you that fully believe in vampires, fully believe in werewolves, fully believe in ghosts. Yeah. So we, we made this statement before when we did the episode on the history and the mystery of the werewolf and we went to the vampire. We went through all of the, the, the universal monsters, okay? So go ahead, sir. Just, just for the sake of repeating what we've already said before, we are not knocking vampires. We're not saying, oh, they don't exist. What we are simply saying is there is no factual evidence to support these things. There is a lot of myth lore. There are pictures which could be real, could be fake. Uh-huh. No one really knows for sure. So the words we're using here are empirical evidence. If you don't know what empirical evidence is, it is evidence that cannot be refuted. Exactly. And there is none of that to prove any of this. Okay. Now, if you believe you're a vampire, you know what? Good for you, buddy. Don't let anybody hide your light under a bushel basket. Okay? And don't come biting us, please. Yeah. And you're not invited to my house. Ha! Ha-ha. There you go. Or mine. Yeah. All right. So there you go. You're not getting in. We don't care. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so the, the thing is, okay, you can believe what you want to believe. We're not, we're not going to shit on you for whatever you believe in. We're speaking from the fact that there is no empirical evidence that these things are real. Therefore, we are looking at them from a mythological standpoint, and that is all we are doing. Except for in this case, we're talking about, okay, well, we woke up today and they are real. Will the stuff we learned in television and movies and films actually help us kill them okay and we are going to be covering four monsters today or four four entities let's put it that way yeah we don't we don't don't want to use the m word because the m word has bad connotation okay they're just misunderstood you know like a vampire's just trying to eat man that's all it's trying to do yeah it doesn't want to hurt people it just so happens that its food source is tasty humans that's all Kind of like with werewolves. They might eat a human. They might go eat a cow. They're just yeah. looking for meat. They're hungry. They, they, they just need a meal, man. They need vittles. They just need, they just food. They're hungry, man. Yeah. They're hungry. That's all it is. So we're going to be covering vampires, werewolves, ghosts, and zombies. Yes, and not necessarily in that order. Uh, but first, before we get into that, so we're going to say a special thank you to our show sponsor, Southern Defense Martial Arts, based in Rockingham, North Carolina. They teach showroom writer karate for discipline and self-defense. And it can also help you stop a zombie or a werewolf. Who knows? It, may it might be. come in handy. Maybe. You Who never. Knows? One of the methods of killing a zombie might be the crane kick. Because if do right, no can defend. Remember, Mr. Miyagi said that. That's right. So if you're looking to get in shape for the new year, uh, which is over now, but I guess you could start for next year if you wanted to. We're about half. Get in shape for the new year. Yeah, get in shape for the new year coming. There you go. Uh, give them a shot. You can check them out online at southerndefensemartialarts.com or southernsportkarate.com. You can also find them on Facebook at Southern Defense Martial Arts. Uh, go check them out. they got some great videos there. And you can also purchase your DVD to learn the, mas- the martial arts at home, which you'll probably be stuck at home when the zombie apocalypse happens because you won't be able to go anywhere because it'll be like COVID, but like a million times worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Titanic, but way, way worse. Yeah. It's like the Titanic, but you've got to shit yourself and all the bathrooms are full and they're also underwater. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to shit in the ocean because then you're swimming in your own shit. And that's just no fun. Yeah. I've heard. <laughs> Jerry, do you need to talk? Not right now, no. <laughs> but if you have some toilet paper, I would appreciate it. No, I'm kidding. Right, or but, am I? I might have poop in my pants. You have no damn idea. Yeah. Okay. But also, for all of our other links, all of our other sites, uh, you want to support us through Patreon. You want to find out where you can listen to the podcast. You want to find out about contests. 
partners, affiliates, sponsors, friends of the podcast, all of it. Our go, shoe size, whatever. Yeah. Go to www.nerdomandknowledge.com. That's www.nerdomandknowledge.com. Every time, folks, except for that one time, but we don't count that. We don't talk about that one well, time. It has been stricken, 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 stricken. It's been stricken Struck. from the record. Stricken from the records. There you go. We don't talk about that, and we don't talk Ugh. about Bruno. Fuck Bruno. I talk about his ass all the time. That motherfucker owes me money. <laughs> anyway, uh, but having said that, it is time for everybody's second favorite part of the show. The nerd. Nest. Very nice. So, um, nerdness item for uh, talking about vampires and werewolves and stuff. So, uh, it so happens uh, that there is a certain uh, element found in nature that is pretty much universally thought to be able to destroy the undead or supernatural creatures, uh, and that is silver. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll talk about why when we get into the the, the who and the what. So, uh, I did some digging, and did you know that you can purchase silver stakes on the internet? That's a thing. That's the thing? You can buy those. Yeah. Um, now, they are silver-plated because, obviously, a solid silver stake would be rather pricey. Uh, so, believe it or not, we're putting a silver stake in the nerd nest. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that's happening right now. Yeah. So, and I know what you're thinking, like, well, that's pretty pricey item. You're not wrong. It was not cheap. No. Uh, but it's going in there. Uh, so, if this shit ever hits the fan... You're welcome. That's all yeah. we're saying. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll long be dead. Yeah, we'll, we'll. I'm I'm going out day three. Okay, just being real honest, because uh, I'm going to be that guy. that's like I got a sword upstairs. I can handle this. And then I'm like, oh, I made a terrible mistake. And then I'm dead. So uh, I will be out day two. The only reason I will survive day one is because I have enough food to last me. Actually, I, I'll make it to day four. I've got a couple days worth of food in the house I could eat, and then after that, I'm gonna. See, if I can manage not to try to be like, you know, hey, y'all watch this, I might make it a little bit longer. But like I said, I've got swords, and I'm like, I can I can, I can, can manage this. My swords are decorational. They are ceremonial at best. They are not sharpened in any point to be used as weapons. But the point is, I would want to go try it. He'll do some great bashing damage with them. Yeah, I will. It'll be like maybe 1d8, maybe 1d10 versatile using both <laughs> hands. Who knows? Point is, we're putting a stake in the nerdness. In the event the shit ever hits the fan, you will be protected from at least 90% of the supernatural critters. That would, and you can even poke a zombie in the forehead with it. I'm going to go ahead and give you 100% on that. It will take <laughs> care of all of your supernatural killing needs. All right. But, folks, where there is a nerd nest item, there is a nerd nest keyword. And that keyword is nope. Not no, the keyword's the, not nope. nope. It's at the end of the episode. It's at the end of the episode. If you send us an email with the word nope, we're going to go, ha ha, nice try. We might let you get credit on GP, but probably not. Yeah. So wait till the end of the episode. Yeah. We'll give you the we'll give you hint the for the keyword. Indeed. So having said that, we're going to take a break for the meet and t- and then we'll come back right by the foot of the boot. Jesus fucking Christ, what the hell is going on in my mouth today? We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come right back with the meat and taters. Yeah. yeah. Hey folks, it's James and Jerry from the Nerdman Knowledge Podcast, and we're here to talk to you about IT Services and Networking LLC. If you need a fresh install or just some upgrades to your existing network, owner operator Will Clark has got you covered. That's right. You can find them on the web at www.itservicesandnetworking.com. Or you can reach them by phone at area code 910-461-7145. You won't find a better company to handle your IT needs. No, you won't. Yeah. And we're back. All right. So now, ladies and child, uh, children, I was going to say children, gentlemen, fuck my face. What is going on? All right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the main event. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, nerdum and Nedlich, probably Nedlich. What the fuck is going on with okay, me? Okay, this episode, you're doing the doomsday dark side thing with your well, mouth. It, it's something, I don't know. Nerdum and Knowledge proudly presents to you, fire kills everything, right? It's pretty much universal. Uh, so yeah, fire kills everything. Yeah, fire kills, yeah, burn it. Yeah, you fire get, kills you everything. Get, hey, Guy's logic, if you throw the clothes in the dryer for two hours, they're clean. Yeah. Fire kills everything. Bacteria, odors, all the zombies. Movies, all, all the movies you see when like the disease breaks out in the lab or whatever, they kill it with fire. Kill it with fire. So there you go. 
like in Walking Dead when the CDC was getting ready to the timer was going to run it out. with fire. It blew up. Kill it with fire. Fire kills everything. All right. So, as said previously stated in the premise today, you woke up this morning. The headline on the news is vampires are real. Mmm, boy. Okay. The shit has now hit the fan. Indeed. So, vampires are real now. All right? So, now we're going to go through the movies, and we're going to talk about, well, what were the... How do we kill vampires in films? Okay. Okay. So, the first one uh, that you see very often is decapitation. Okay. Decapitation, that... That to me makes sense. Yeah, remove the head from the body. Boom, done. Decapitation is gonna is a definite win. Like even if a vampire for like let's say it's a disease. Okay, let's okay. say the vampire is animated because of some sort of illness, a la Blade. Okay. Yep. Um, it's not supernatural per se, but it kind of is. But it's more of a disease that grants some supernatural ability, strength, that kind of thing. So if it's a disease, then if you take the head off the body. The body can't operate without the head. We're fine, okay? Even if it's a supernatural condition, you remove the head from the body, we're still fine. Like, you can't. There's no way. Most likely. Most likely. I think we're safe on that. I think if, I think we can universally say decapitation is going to get the job done. Most likely, yeah. All right. Stake through the heart. Now, this one's interesting. Okay, this so... This one's interesting. I, I actually, when, I, when we were doing the, the research for this episode, I, I came across a little bit of information. Do you know where the concept of the stake through the heart comes from? Now, I believe it was during... Uh, I know I read about this in uh, 17th century America and in 17th century Europe. Uh-huh. I know that if someone was believed to be a vampire or it was believed that it, they could possibly become a vampire, perhaps bite, me- bite marks were found on the neck when they died, mm-hmm. they would put a stake through their heart and they would actually nail it into the coffin to keep them into the ground Yes, so that they would have a more difficult time to come out or it would be impossible. So that's the actual mythology side of it, but the actual real-world practicality of it was that uh, in lowland country, especially in Europe and areas around rivers, they would have a real problem with freshly dead corpses washing up from shallow graves. So they would use the stake to pin them to the big, heavy casket they were put in so that if they did eventually flood and the, the sands washed away, the body would stay in the ground and wouldn't float up on front of your doorstep and be like, hey, I'm back. I know I just died yesterday, but here I am. So that was the whole concept of why they staked people to the coffin. And then, of course, over time, that eventually became, oh, well, they staked them to the coffin so they wouldn't come back up out of the, the grave. And you, you, can, you can see that connotation. So then, but let's ask the question, would it work? Well, here's the thing. The majority of, of uh, vampire movies that you see, mm-hmm. a stake to the heart, at the very least, slows them down a lot and Indeed. hurts a and lot. And in the uh, White Wolf universe, a stake to the heart puts them into torpor. They can't move. They're they effectively comatose. Yes. They're cognizant and they're awake, but they can't move. It's paralyzing them. Mm-hmm. At that point, you can just remove their head and call it a day. Yep. But would it kill them, though? Would it Buffy the vampire, stake in the heart, turn them to dust? And um, that's all operating off of the whole supernatural thing. But even let's say it's a disease like a la blade. If we stab something in the heart, does it kill them? I, I'm going to say I'm going to go with no. I'm going to say 50-50. I'm going to say that if the if the heart is like, if you're drinking blood, like your heart's no longer working because you're dead for whatever the reason the disease takes your heart away. So you're drinking blood. You've still got to have some way to like pass it through your tissue. So I'm going to say like the heart has some use in that. So if I stab you in the heart and I, I ruin your ability to like gain nourishment, you're going to die that way. Uh, if it's supernatural, I'm going to say 100%. Stab you in the heart, especially with you know some kind of silver or something. Uh, that's a wrap. You're done for. So I'm going to say half and half. Okay. All right. So this one um, I thought was kind of funny. Because if you watch a lot of television um, or the movies or whatever the case may be, you hear this mentioned all the time. And that is holy water or a holy symbol of some sort. Now, now the reason I find it funny is because it comes up a lot. But actually in the myth and folklore of the vampire, 
it's hardly ever mentioned. Yeah. It's not even a real thing they did back in the day. Um, it just, it it sprung up all of a sudden, it's part of pop culture, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go no on this. I'm, I'm going to go maybe, and, I, and I'll tell you why, okay? So let's say that you, you're a good Christian man, okay? And you wake up one morning, and your soul has been damned to walk the earth for eternity, okay? Mm-hmm. If somebody, like Allah White Wolf, if somebody came to you with true faith in the Lord and put that fear of God back in you, Okay, I see where you're going. Okay. I, see, I, I, I get what you're putting down, man. You picking up what I'm putting down, Jack? I'm picking up what you're putting down, man. All right, cat daddy. So, no, seriously. <laughs> so, so, like, if, if I, I would say it depends on the, the faith of the wielder of said holy water, holy symbol, and then also the faith of the recipient. Because, like, let's say that I'm a, like, I'm a Muslim vampire, and you come to me and you say, uh, you know, Buddha says that you are damned to turn. like, I don't give a fuck about Buddha. Buddha can eat my ass, you know. But if you came to me and was like, Allah has forbid you, but oh, okay, no, I'm, I got to go now. This is not good. <laughs> okay. So it was my religion. I would care. That's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. All right. So here's the here's the the big one. Okay, uh, because you don't hear a lot of a lot about this, but like this is heavy in the folklore, but you don't see it a lot in the films or, or TV or whatever. And that is silver. Yep. And because silver is primarily associated with the werewolf, which we'll, we'll get to later. But so would silver, be it a bullet or a stake that you got from your nerd nest that you won, um, or, you know, a silver blade or whatever the case may be, would that in and of itself, not because you stabbed him in the neck or in the eye or in the forehead or whatever, would the silver be enough to kill a vampire. Okay, I'm going to go what you've gone the last couple of times. I'm going to go with a maybe on that. Okay. I'm not going to say for definite, uh, because the whole connotation is silver is associated with purity. Indeed it is. Uh, because you can have, like, uh, different levels of gold purities, and mm-hmm. it's still considered gold. Yep. You can't have, you can't call something silver unless it is... I believe it's 93% or better. Mm-hmm. And that is pretty damn pure. Yeah, it's associated with purity and the purity in the light of the Lord and right. all that kind of stuff, religious connotation. I mean, God, heaven is referred to as the silver city. Yep. Like, there you go. Uh, even though the streets are paved with gold. I guess they're just really big in the bling. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so if we're looking at it from a, from a purely, uh, purely, if we're looking at it from a purely pure standpoint, uh, if you are a fiend from the underworld, like that's a rat, right? You would think, but you that's would done. Think. But then again, like if if we're going for blade or whatever the case may be, and it's not a it's a disease, but even in blade, like he uses the um, atomized silver mm-hmm. and it chokes them up and burns them. So he uses the silver blades, like the parabolic blade thing he throws. His sword is dipped in silver. Um, his bullets have silver nitrate in them, yep. I think. Mm-hmm. So he leans heavily into that. So, I mean, either way you go, looking at whatever mythology, like silver seems like it'd be a pretty big deal. But who knows? Now, I'm going to stop you, Jerry. Go ahead and stop me. I, I told I told my uh, co-host here, my uh, partner in crime, if you will, my partner in crime. But we haven't committed any crimes. You can't prove shit. Right. We have witnesses. We have alibis. Okay, continue. Okay. So, um, I said I was going to bake his noodle. All right. And I like baked noodles. They're probably one of my favorite dishes. So, here we go. All right. Now, I'm going to throw a monkey wrench in it because you've heard me shit on this a lot. But let me throw a monkey wrench out there if I will. Okay. What if the Twilight Universe vampires are what vampires really are? Okay. Okay. What if... You really couldn't decapitate a vampire, or you had to have something so incredible, like some, a, a purely forged silver blade that's pure silver, not silver coated, not silver dipped, okay. pure silver blade, forged, folded in the Japanese art, in the Japanese metalworking style. You had to have the strongest silver sword so a, possible. A, a pure silver Hattori Hanzo sword. Yeah. Okay. In order to decapitate a vampire. What if that is your 
that what is what if she got it right? The lady who wrote that. What if she got it right? And that's what vampires really are. I mean, if that's the case, then we're all fucked. Yeah, because like the vampires from that universe are damn near indestructible. Yeah, um, because like the only thing that you see really hurt them are other people of their strength. Yeah. Um, and that's just because they're like warring factions, but we would be cattle in that war. Like we will be what you call acceptable casualties, like big time. Um, because it would, if, if nobody was privy to that information about how to stop them and we just had to guess on our own, like there'd be scraps of humanity left before we kind of made that realization. Probably. That'd be my guess. Um, so yeah, we, we totally be fucked. But now they'd be easy to spot because they fucking sparkle in the sunlight. So we wouldn't have to worry about it too much. But And they're moody and angsty, so they wouldn't be really fighting us so much as fighting themselves and writing their next, like, you know, poetry. If we if we sacrifice beautiful women to them, sorry, ladies. If we sacrifice beautiful women to them and let them fight over them, that gives us yes. time to get away. And the more vapid and, and lacking of emotion you are, the more time it gives. So we're looking at you, Kristen Stewart. You're going to save humanity. Because <laughs> you did it already once. <laughs> Your ass can do it again. Huh. Yeah, I'm going to hell for that one. Yeah. yeah. All right, so here, here we go. So that's a great segue into this next one because it's the one thing that kills all of the vampires that didn't kill these motherfuckers because they fucking sparkle. And that's sunlight. Would sunlight kill a vampire? Now, most of the movies you see, it works. Yep. And there's actual real-world basis for this myth. Uh, it was an unknown condition back in the day known as porphyria, which made you allergic to the sun. And I'm talking about, like, not a sunburn. I'm talking about it can kill you. Like, it will make your skin boil and bubble like you've just yes, been Yes, you will acid. blister, and if it, enough of it happens to you, like, you will get, like, poisoned from it, and you will die. It can kill you. So let's say that the condition that causes you to be a vampire mimics porphyria. Obviously, then the sun would kill you. Yep. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's look at this. There, uh, there were other diseases we talked about which cause iron deficiencies, which actually the victims of such will actually drink blood to replenish the iron in their body. Yeah. And they have pale skin because of the iron deficiency. Mm-hmm. Porphyria, you can't be in the sunlight so you're going to have very pale skin mm-hmm. so if you have a combination of disorders it would very much so mimic vampirism yeah and i mean so but even operating off of the assumption that we wake up today and vampires are real um it's potentially possible that given their you know needed to consume blood to live or you know the fact that they have to operate at night in order to keep themselves undercover that they may develop a sensitivity to sunlight that may eventually be their demise who knows so but again it's one of those things like okay well it depends on if you're looking at it from like a super if it's a supernatural condition then like the sunrise is uh you know the land being cleansed of all evil when the sun comes up which is a, a thing in many mythologies um which is why like most of your Things you hear about spells end and when the sun rises because they hit them and they just burst them, that kind of thing. Uh, that's a big thing in the Harry Dresden books. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go maybe I got to go maybe again. Uh, I'm gonna say high, I'm gonna say high probability. I'm not yes. gonna say definite, but high probability. But always remember, fire kills everything. Fire kills everything, or does it? It does, unless you're like a ifrit or something. All right, now, so I do want to touch on one other thing. Go ahead. Just right at the end. Now, this is also kind of related to what we're talking about. What would it be like? Uh, all of these movies that make make out where this you know uh, mortal woman falls in love with a vampire, and it's just this ultimate love story, and it's tormented. It's like the Vampire Diaries, or it's like the Twilight movies. You know, it's just oh, it's such a beautiful romance, and look at this romantic individual. Let me let me say. If you follow most of the myth lore, vampires are pretty cold, pretty callous, and they look at you and they see food. Yeah. And it ain't going to be pretty. Yeah, not to mention the fact that when you live a life as long as that, like, human attachments become an issue, not a, you know, benefit. Yeah. Because, oh, we've been friends for 30 years and you haven't aged a day. What the fuck is going on with you? 
Why don't you ever hang out during the daytime? Why or, are you always? Why do you never eat? That kind of thing. Or the flip side of that, you know, you fall in love with a mortal woman in her twenties. All of a sudden, she's fifty. Next thing you know, she's eighty. Next thing you know, she's dead. Yeah. So, because you don't want to curse her, but now you've been cursed to watch everyone you love grow old and die. So who knows? Now we're ready to move on to number two. Yeah, so uh, we're going to go ahead and get the easy one out of the way. Zombies. You wake up today <coughs> and the news is all over. The news. Holy shit, the Walking Dead had it right. Zombies are real. So how do you kill a zombie? Well, you would be surprised that in almost every connotation of every zombie myth... Zombie movie, zombie film, zombie TV show. There's really only one way to kill a zombie. That's to destroy the brain. That's it. And are you ready for this, folks? There actually is something that in the real world mimics the zombie disease. Actually, several things. There are several Uh diseases in nature that mimic the zombie disease. Yeah, in fact, one of them uh, was taken and uh, made into a very popular video game series. And that is The Last of Us. So if you weren't aware of this absolutely fucking terrifying fact, let me fill you in. Yeah. (laughs) So the uh, fungus that makes the people go crazy and become zombies, and that's an actual thing, and it exists. Um, And it, now, luckily, it does not infect humans. Uh, It infects ants, uh, and it actually controls the ant. Uh, It makes the ant climb up to the top of a plant, and then it makes the ant die so that it fungus sprouts from its head. And then it spreads its seeds to other ants, and then they all repeat the process. So, yeah, zombies. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. zombies actually have a somewhat real-world uh, link in that uh, there are lots of reports from Central American countries, especially practitioners of voodoo and mm-hmm. uh, Reiki, I believe, Yes, uh, that uh, there is actually a combination of herbs and weeds and various other uh, elements you can combine into a concoction which will actually make somebody a op- heavily open to suggestion to the point to where they are mindless slaves or a zombie a zombie now are they undead brought back to life like we think of a zombie today no, no. obviously not but you know that's not what the original thing of zombie mint is kind of what we kind of turn it into okay so you woke up today zombies are real if you destroy a zombie's brain would you kill it i'd say yeah yeah it's a 100 percent. but but let but let's be real but now see here here's the thing though you have to destroy the brain because we know for a fact decapitation does not kill a zombie yep the head will continue to live. Well, we use the term fact loosely here, but in most zombie movies... Well, we, we know for a mythological fact. Yeah. From based on everything we see, if you cut the head off the head, so chomp, 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 the head still chomps. It, it, I mean, it's kind of safe, kind of. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's, it's not like the head's going to move. Now, you could Michonne one. Yeah. Chop the jaw and the arms off, then you can't scratch or bite you, then you're safe. But why would you go through all that trouble when you can just poke it right in the forehead? Stabby, stabby. Yeah, stabby, stabby with them. Do you know how to use that? Yes, the pointy end goes into the other man. Yeah, there you go. Yep, there you go. All right. So that was the easy one. Good to get the easy one out of the way. Yeah. So, werewolves. Ooh, this one's going to be complicated. Werewolves of London. He ripped your arms off, Jim. And his hair was perfect. God, I love that song. It's so great. (laughs) All right. So, you wake up. To this morning, okay, you're having your coffee. You sit down. You pop your ego in. Uh, you know, you mm, ego, ego waffle. You know, and you're like, you smell it cooking. You pull up in your phone. You're flipping through. You open up TikTok. You're watching a video. You're like, huh, cat videos. Huh? Oh, there's that dog that people call handsome, bo handsome, whatever. Flip, flip, flip. Then breaking news: werewolves are fucking real. Okay, and then you're like, bullshit. Flip. Werewolves are real, Flip. Yeah. Then you turn on the real, actual Flip. news and you see footage of werewolves running rampant across the Pacific Northwest. Then you shit your pants. And not because you were drinking coffee, although coffee does have that effect on people. You yep. shit it because werewolves are real. Yeah. Okay. And because you drank your coffee. It didn't help. It didn't help matters. Okay, so but <coughs> werewolves are real. They yeah. exist. So now, given off what we know in a movie, here's what kills a werewolf in a film. Number one, obviously, Silver. Silver. Does silver kill a werewolf? Uh, 
I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go more than likely. Well, see, I'm gonna say yes, and the only reason I say that is because every time it's been used to kill a werewolf in a film, it has been in what form, my friend? A bullet. A bullet, and a bullet will most definitely kill a werewolf. So I'm gonna say, but now here's also the thing that uh, silver is a very malleable metal. Um. You know, those bullets tend to lose their shape pretty quickly. They might break and ricochet. Might be issues firing them. Is what I'm saying. You'd there be better metals you could go with. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to say silver, silver blade, that kind of thing. I'm going to say it would do the trick. Uh, then we go with uh, decapitation. Uh, I'm going to go. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a kill. Uh, see, because here's the thing that a lot of folks don't talk about. Uh, when it comes to werewolves, um, pretty much anything will kill a werewolf. Like, it's surprisingly easy to kill a werewolf, even though they're so terrible. The issue with killing the werewolf is, is can you do whatever you want to do before it springs out of the tree and rips your fucking throat out? That's the problem. Well, that's kind of like the thing with zombies. It's not the fact that one zombie, you know, if it was just one zombie on planet Earth, I think we could handle it. Yeah, we just but put it, his ass in, would, a cr- in a cage and leave him there. It, it wouldn't be one. It would be one million of them coming at you. Yeah. One million versus one. Those odds are a little different. And not to mention the fact that, okay, well, now, you know, they're, they're, it's me against a werewolf. Well, I've got a gun full of bullets. Okay, well, can you shoot him before he eats you? Because odds are he ain't just going to come at you from a mile away. No, he's going to sneak up on you because he's a wolf. And that's what wolves do. They stalk their yep. prey. He's not going to snarl at you from the bushes and come out and then dripping fangs stuff. He's going to pounce on you when you don't expect it to happen. Now, I'm going to go against the title of the episode on this. I have seen a couple of werewolf movies where werewolves have been set on fire, got melted down into a puddle, and then the puddle coalesced. And they were back. Mm-hmm. Just really fucking pissed. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of stuff you see in the films where, okay, well, you can do a lot of damage to a werewolf and they'll survive, but they regenerate. Yeah. They, or they have the ability to regrow limbs and that kind of thing because of the fact that they shift back and forth and it, it, it's, it, it's a supernatural thing. Okay. Um, but like there are also films where uh, werewolves fell from a high distance, died. Uh, werewolves had their throat torn out died werewolves were shot with bullets died so it's kind of one of those things where depending on what mythology you're in and what you subscribe to is whether or not it would actually survive a normal attack um and again we go back to the whole silver being the purity of god thing that's where the whole thing about killing supernatural so if it's strictly a supernatural thing uh, then I'm going to say you stab it with a silver stake or silver sword, or silver bullet, whatever the case may be. Then there you go. It's a wrap. Uh, I'm going to go with you yeah on that. Yeah. But there again, there again. There are exceptions to every rule. There are exceptions to every rule. Maybe none of this stuff works. Maybe werewolves are our endgame. Yeah. They're our doomsday. It's a possibility. I mean, especially if you look at it from like the, the white wolf gaming standpoint, like all of the you know, supernatural creatures you deal with are pretty, you know, tough to take care of. But then you get the werewolf, and it's like, nope, nah. You ain't Especially not during the full moon. Nah, you ain't doing shit to that boy. He's done for. So, okay, then, look, going along your Twilight thing, okay, saying that those are the vampires that were real. Okay, so let's go to the, um, the, the Afro... It, it's not a very popular film, okay, uh, but I enjoyed it. Uh, starring Mario Van Peebles, where they were a full moon, full moon. Yeah, yeah I remember it. So they were special, you know, force guy. The guy used his blood to turn them into werewolves. They didn't fully transform into wolf. They kind of just got the increased speed, stamina, that kind of thing. Okay. So let's say that we find out through science, all right, that we can take the blood of the werewolf and we can give ourselves all of the benefits of the werewolf without all of the drawbacks. Okay. Okay. Call it wolf steroids, whatever the case may be. Okay. Maybe even call it a super serum. There you go. Super soldier serum. So do we take that and then use that to fight the glittery vampires? Possibly. Absolutely. Possibly. I think it would work. I think it would give us the edge we would need to fight fight back. But this is assuming that the werewolves and the vampires don't get together and be like, you know what? Let's just kill all the humans. Like, yeah, great idea. Let's do that. Awesome. All right. We'll become farmers. We'll raise cattle. It'll be great. Yeah. 
We'll, we'll, we'll have a farm together. Which I think is pretty sure the, the premise of one of those films. Maybe. All right, so this one is the one that's going to get us the most crap. I'm going to go ahead and call that right now, um, put it out there in the real world, because that's going to happen. Uh, because this is the one that, the, that they're going to get the most pushback. And that's... Ghost. We wake up in the morning and ghosts are real. Now, let me get back to werewolves for just for a moment. <clears throat> Again, going back to the whole romantic thing. Oh, it's a... Oh, if not friend, why friend-shaped? To lure you in so it can eat you. It's yeah, a we've, fucking We've all animal. read that fairy tale. It's a fucking animal. And um, while we're on the subject, let's touch on this friend-shaped thing, okay? Yeah. Can we, um, please? Because... Um, there's nothing friend shaped about an eight foot cat. Okay, mm-hmm. tigers are not friend shaped. Tigers are evil shaped. They may look like your house cat, but they're fifty times the size. So that's Let, not friend shaped. To quote somebody from TikTok, it is a twelve foot. It is a. It is an assault vehicle with a twelve foot vertical. Yeah, and to um uh, to quote a comedian uh, that I heard one time talking about the whole Tiger King thing, talking about how easy it is to get a tiger. Uh, you know, we take away guns from people and we give them tigers instead. Like, oh, well, your tiger missed. Well, no, he didn't. He's actually right behind you and he's mad. He's coming back for round two. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, cats are like, especially big cats, are, they're natural murderers. They're not friend-shaped. They may look like your house. They're not your house cat. And I know you've seen that video of that girl that goes around booping all the cats. Yeah, no. Okay, first of all, let me let me explain something to you very, very, very carefully, children. Please, please. Gather around, children. It's story time. Yes, Papa. Okay, so this lady works in a, this one lady worked in a zoo, and she went to the uh, chimpanzee mm-hmm. arena, and she was, you know, feeding them, and uh, it was uh, her second day on the job, I think. Well, her second day on the job, she doesn't see one of the chimpanzees, so she goes to stick her hand in to throw the food into its bowl. One of the other handlers who is training her grabs her arm and says, lean down and look. The chimpanzee was 10 feet from her, hiding, watching the food bowl. Mm -hmm. And when she went to stick her hand in, he said he saw it start to get ready to pounce on her arm. It would have grabbed her and ripped her arm off. Probably. Absolutely. And then let us not ever forget Siegfried and Roy. They had that tiger with them for, I think, 15 years? Yeah, quite a long time. But guess what? Tiger went tiger. That's what tiger do. Yeah. So, not friend-shaped. No. Let's lose that term going into 2023. You know, uh, if not friend, why deadly? Because cat. That's why. Nature. If, If not friend, why... Why so boopable? Because yes. it wants you to get close. Yeah, the closer it, your hand hungry. is, the easier it is to eat you. Yeah. And I mean, that woman's worked with those cats for years. But we're getting away from the point. The point is, is that we know you're about to come back and say, oh, well, you know, you, the whole thing about werewolves and, um, oh, excuse me, vampires and zombies. Well, that's all silly nonsense. But ghosts are real because I've seen ghost shows and ghost things. Okay, listen, again, if you believe in that sort of thing, hey more power to you, all right? But there is no empirical evidence that goes for real. And don't send us uh, don't send us episodes of the show with Zach. Please don't. Yeah, now the thing is like I I I 100% believe that goes for real only because matter can either be created or destroyed. Energy all has to go somewhere. Uh this whatever that animates us Uh, If you want to call it a ka or a soul or a being or your essence or your consciousness or whatever, when your body dies, it has to go somewhere. It doesn't cease. Okay. Maybe that goes to a place called heaven. Maybe it goes to a place called hell. Maybe it goes to a place called purgatory. Maybe it gets stuck in a wall somewhere and it manifests itself every now and again when the, 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 you know, alignment of the magnetic fields of the earth are right. Whatever you want to call it. Okay. However you want to paint that picture, paint it. All right. But no, this is we wake up. It's Ghostbusters when Zool wakes up, and you know the whole city is rampant. When he had a conversation with the what was his name? Uh, the mayor. The mayor of New York. Yeah, but what was the guy he had a name? He had a conversation with. He'd been talking to him all morning. I can't. Why the fuck can I not remember this? 
Mayor something. It, it was a very Italian sounding name. Anyway, it's that. Okay, you wake up and there's no more wondering if ghosts are real. They're in your house. How about this? I'll do you one better. You wake up in the morning. You look beside you. Your wife's already gone to work, but guess who's laying beside you? Ronald Reagan, and he passed away a few years ago. And Ronald Reagan's wanting to talk to you about going DEFCON three. Gorbachev, tear down this bed. No. Okay. Yeah, he's he's talking. It's a to bad you. Reagan impersonation. It, it, yeah, but you get <clears> the <throat> idea. So the you, point is, they're real. They're real. They're here. Get used to it. Okay. So here are the ways that we have uh, we we kill ghosts in films. Okay. Do they work? All right. So the first one is holy rites. Okay. Specifically referring to exorcism, which I know is specifically designed to deal with demons, but it is also designed to uh, deal with what they call invasive spirits or malevolent spirits yes so if we're in a world where ghosts are real if the if the uh, if the border between the real world and the underworld has now been breached mm-hmm. does an exorcism kill a ghost i think it's going to depend okay and the reason why i say it's going to depend is because if if a spirit is real, mm-hmm. if a spirit is real and it is wreaking havoc, it may not be doing so because it is malevolent. This could be somebody who was married and when they came home, their significant other killed them. Mm-hmm. Not accidentally, but like was waiting with a gun and shot them right That's between the eyes. That's how I'm going to go out. Yeah. And what? No, nothing. What? Go ahead. Oh. Anyways, but they're pissed off because of how they died. Okay. Well, I mean, if if you could, if you got killed by your significant other and your spirit was still around, don't you think your spirit would be a little pissed? I mean, maybe. I mean, it would depend on you know whether or not you decided to like. I guess it depends on how long you're away. Like if if it's I died and then I'm back here the next day. Okay. Maybe I didn't have time to work through all that. Uh, but if I die and I'm back in six months, and if I'm in a place where I can observe the real world and see what's going on, maybe I come to terms with it. I don't know. But for the sake of your story, let's say that whatever animates your spirit to come back is it's is the driving like, force behind why you died. And, let, and let's say for the spirit, it's it was yesterday, even yeah. though it may have been 50 years ago. Yeah. Okay. That is not necessarily a malevolent spirit. They may have malevolent intentions, but they're not an evil spirit. Okay. I can they're, follow that. I mean, they're, they're pissed. Okay. And that's a human emotion. You know, that, a human emotion is anger and wanting revenge. So, Those are natural human emotions. And so my answer to that is going to be uh, that no, it won't kill a ghost because by definition ghost is already dead and an exorcism just banishes the spirit back to wherever it went it came uh so i'm not going to say it's going to kill a ghost, but then at the same time you watch the movie beetlejuice mm-hmm. and the uh holy rite they did there uh actually killed the ghosts it was killing you know um the fuck were their names the maitlands the maitlands yeah so it was killing them so Maybe, maybe so, but the vast majority of it just banishes the spirit, though. Right. So I'm going to say that, no, it's not going to kill them. Uh, it's just going to send them back to where they came from. But then we're going to go to the uh, the flip side of that, and we're going to go to spiritual rites. And now, so by spiritual rites, I'm talking about uh, cleansings, burning herbs, seances, uh, using crystals to focus energies. Not necessarily based in a religion, more based in a spiritual connotation. Or Sam and Dean Winchester's favorite, salt and burn the ash, burn the bones. Exactly. So I'm actually going to say that this would be more likely to murder or kill a spirit. Only because in, like in, in my mindset, um, you know, like I come from a point of logic and science, like a, a spirit is, you know, the energy of a human that has been left here. Crystals, that kind of thing, they vibrate on different wavelengths. Um, you know, herbs and stuff like that have various medicinal properties. They may be able to alter or uh, corrupt the essence of the energy of the spirit. And that might actually be enough to cease them from existence. That's Possible. my belief behind it. Possible. So that, that that's my belief behind it. So I, I, I'm I'm going to say highly possible. I'm going to say highly possible. 
There may be one that actually does the trick 100% of the time, but there may be some of them that are bullshit. So I'm going to say very high probability, but you make sure you pick the right one that actually does work. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they all work, or maybe none of them work. But high possibility, at least one of them would. So, yeah. And so uh, I, I, we just threw this last one in because it's fucking hilarious um, because I don't think I've ever like seen something all pop up on the Internet and been like, huh. That's a, both the dumbest and smartest thing I've ever heard in my life. So when you Google how to kill a ghost, okay, uh, one of the first responses you're going to see is kill a gun and use the gun's ghost. In case you were wondering what that was, that was bullshit. <laughs> but that is funny. Oh, that's God. Good. That's I'm good. reading it. I'm like, that's genius. And also the dumbest thing I have ever heard. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> so I just had to throw that in there. Um, so yeah, so I guess it's a really good thing that these things don't actually exist for certain in the universe. Exactly. There's no empirical evidence to support yes. their existence. No empirical evidence. Because if they did, I have a chance. I, I have a belief, actually, uh, that we wouldn't stand much of a chance from the get go. No. I'm not 100% sure that any of this would work. But I feel like we I feel like movies and films and things have prepared us as best they possibly can for the potential fallout from these sort of things. Yeah. So. That's fair. Fair to say. Fair to I say. I would say so. <sighs> uh, I'll tell you what the actual the actual inspiration for this episode was. Uh, I overheard two guys in the store I work at, the Nerdy Collective. Cheap plug, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were talking about, man, if a vampire ever rolled up to me, I'd kick him in the nuts and curb stomp him. I'm like, really? <laughs> Werewolf ever rolled up on me, you know what? I'd kick him in the nads, just like in that old movie from the 80s. Wolfman's got nards. Monsters call but fantastic. Just, uh, uh, no! Because let me let me sum all this up for well, you. Let me know you could try it. He, here's my thing. A, a good friend of mine... Marty Smith once said to me, in front of a group, he said, all these people that talk about if Cthulhu showed up, you'd do this. If Cthulhu showed up, you'd do that. If a werewolf showed up, if a, a mummy showed up, if a vampire showed up, if a wraith showed up. Let me tell you something, folks. When people, when people of the world first saw a great white shark jump up out of the sea or swim at such a speed straight up that it was able to leave the ocean jump up bite something the first time somebody saw that do you think they were like huh i'll get my harpoon ready no no the first they thing, shit their pants the and first they thing they did, in the opposite direction the first thing they did was they went and then they tried to go in the opposite direction as fast as they could and then they tried to make sense of what they just saw yeah and they couldn't and they shit themselves again yeah i mean this is realistically if you all of a sudden turn around and you look at your if i'm if i look at jerry and then i turn my head by the way i'm not right now just so everyone's clear yep but if i look at jerry i turn my head and i turn my head back and jerry is now a sniveling snarling nine foot tall creature that is looking at me like "Mm, dinner i'm going to shit my pants Mm-hmm. And I'm going to hope that the smell curbs his appetite. And if you don't shit your pants, uh, you will be dumbstruck going, uh, 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 uh Yeah, that uh, part. And that's the opportunity they need to kill you. Yeah. So, yeah. So, let's be fair, you know. Yeah. I mean, we would hope that we would be able to, you know, act in the face of danger. Like, we all believe, that, like, okay, well, you know, if, if I rolled up and some guy was, you know, like, you know, getting ready to shoot me, like, I'd knock the gun out of his hand. You like to think that, but, you know, when you put yourself in the heat of the moment, you don't really know. And so if you woke up tomorrow and all this shit was real, you would hope you would be the kind of guy that would step up and, you know, fight back. But you more than likely would shit yourself. That's what's going to happen. You would evacuate your bowels. Yes. And hopefully into a toilet. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully you're close to one when it happens. <laughs> well, folks, we hope you have enjoyed this episode. We have certainly enjoyed making it for you. Yep. And we and by the way, go evacuate your bowels. Go ahead and do it now, just in case. Yeah. You never know. If you wake up in the morning and it does happen, you're like, ah, you know what? I'm already done. <laughs> there this you worked go. out well. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to go have another cup of coffee. Oh, wait, now I am going to shit myself. <laughs>
Uh, but folks, this this may have been this may have been somewhat informative, maybe not. But I hope you at least had fun. Yeah, we definitely did. We definitely did. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. And, and, and if there's a moral, an over, one more overall moral to this story, it's that fire kills everything, and except just, for occasional werewolves. Just because friend shaped does not mean friend. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And don't invite people into your house you don't know. Just stop. Yeah, don't. That. How fucking dumb do you have to be? Do you mind if I come in? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I don't do. fucking know you. And I mean, I'm talking about even in mo- more recent movies. Like back in the 80s, it was a thing. Like, you know, somebody walks up and knocks on your door. Like, hey, can I come in and talk to you? Yeah. The odds of them being a crazy murderer, very slim. But as the years have gone on, like, that's gotten a lot more likely. So when people knock on your door and ask to come in and talk to you, just say no. That's why we have screen doors. Now, you talk to them through the screen door. That buys you a second when they pull the knife out and try to stab you. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So just think about that. Yeah, in, okay. case they, in case they get stabby, stabby. Yeah, and you're welcome. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now we are at the end of the episode. Indeed we are, and therefore we need to give you a Nernes keyword. Now, this week's keyword is actually a short three-word combination. Yep. Earlier, when we were talking about werewolves and tigers, we mentioned a Las Vegas magical duo. Mm-hmm. Give me their names. Spelling is not necessary. Spelling is not going to be frowned upon or, or, co- or cost Correct you spelling is not necessary. Yeah. But, yes, send us the combination of that act. It's three words. I'll even help you. The middle word is and. Or the symbol and. Or the symbol and. We'll take that, too. Yeah, which, by the way, is called an ampersand. Yes. Which is a longer way of saying the word and. Yep. In fact, writing the symbol is longer than writing the word and. So why do we even have the symbol? I don't know. Like, it takes more time to write that curly Q treble clef thing than just write A-N-D. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Me neither. It just looks pretty, I guess. It is purty, I'll tell you that. It, it is purty. Very purty. It, it's right purty. It sure is purty. Mm. You sure to got a purty symbol for and. Watch <laughs> <laughs> you squeal like an adjective, boy. <laughs> God damn it. What the fuck? English humor. Ah. Ah. Oh, boy. And not English the country humor, English <coughs> the subject humor. There we go. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us once again. Jerry, any closing words, thoughts, anything? No, I'm good, bro. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Nerdman Knowledge. I'm James. I'm Jerry. And, and we, we are first, first pick for podcast, podcast and last picked in Dodgeball. Catch you guys next week. See you then.